0: Welcome to the Unofficial Scholars Podcast with Dylan Stubblefield and David Hancock, where we discuss everything from science fiction to pop culture.
1: We're not experts. We're not scholars. We're two guys having a casual conversation about the things that interest
0: us. If you'd like to become an unofficial scholar, go to patreon.com slash unofficial scholars for exclusive content.
1: Okay, so I think this is uh, an Alaskan thing. And I, I think when people are like in I don't know, like remote areas of Alaska. I was watching a TV show. I was watching a TV show called Alone. And Alone have you watched Alone? Uh, I've heard of it. Okay, so Alone is basically they drop off like I okay, don't know, yeah, ten I have, people, I the fifteen season, people. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. If you haven't watched Alone, go watch it. It's I'm not even an outdoorsman. And I'll tell you what, after watching a season of Alone You I, be I'm like, no, I'll just like buy a full fish from yeah. the market and I'm right. gonna skin it myself though. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know <laughs> I'm not gonna go catch it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I watch that I watched the season. That's really good. I actually
1: I actually have to tell you a story about that. So um I watched a full season of Alone and um after I watched that season of Alone I was like what am I doing? You know, I'm like I'm going to the grocery store, I'm buying myself yeah. fucking Cheerios and <laughs> fucking like Dave's pickles, you know the sweet pickles, those yeah, are good. Yeah, and um, you know, like everything's just handed to me is my point. Yeah, you know everything's jarred, everything's pickled these days. You know I'm <laughs> like, what, what is it? What is it with everything being pickled? <laughs> you know, and uh, I'm like, I watch this full season of Malone and I'm like, you know, my uncle is an avid fisherman, so I'm gonna tell him like, hey, let's go fishing. I want to, like, I want to catch my own fish and I want to have my own fish. So we go out, I tell him I want to go fishing. He was stoked about it because of course he's an avid outdoorsman. I'm not. And, uh, he's like, sure. And so we go out and he's got a, like a little bass fishing boat. And, um, we load up the truck one weekend, you know, put the boat on a trailer, bring it out to the lake, drop it off, drop it off in the lake. You know, he's teaching me how to, you know, back the trailer in, into the water and drop off the boat and do all the fun stuff. And, Let's me drive the boat. <laughs> <You> know, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling like, I'm a real country boy. I feel like I'm doing it all myself. And um we go out and we're fishing and you know, I you know, he gives me like a bass um a bass lure, you know, which was just this like little fish yeah. with a h- couple of treble hooks in it. Mm-hmm. And I throw it out and we're having a good time. And the funnest part obviously is just sitting around having a couple beers, right, yeah. and having conversation. Yeah. But yeah. I get a bite. <clears throat> And so I'm excited. I've caught a fish before, just by the way. You know, this isn't my first rodeo. I used to, you know, fish when I was a kid, but um, it had been years. And so I caught this fish and I was pumped, man. It was like a bass. It was long enough. We took the, you know, we measured it. You know, the, the game warden or whoever, you know, would let us keep that fish to bring home to eat. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, we pack up the fish. We fish for a few more hours, whatever. We go back to his house and we have all these fish that are still alive in a cooler. Right. And I'm like, cool, you know, like what's next, dude? We're gonna fucking take out like a club, probably knock this thing out. And uh, once it's unconscious, we'll probably, you know, behead it and and skin it. Did you get traumatized? And my uncle pulls out, you know, this, (laughs) my uncle pulls out this like fillet knife. It's electric though, right? So it's like a saw, basically, you know, a saw knife. And he pulls out the fish. And he lays it on a table, and it's flopping around, you know? And I'm like, all right, so what do we do next? You know, we're going to bonk it. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, no, we're going to fillet it. I'm like, what do you mean? Bro, he pulls it out, and he just starts filleting this thing alive, bro. And I don't, listen, I'm not a fish. None of my family members are fish, okay? (laughs) So I don't know what a fish feels. But he started filleting this fish alive, and it looked like it may have felt it. And by the time he was done filleting both sides, there was only basically like a spine on this thing and a head. And he throws it in a metal bowl in the alleyway for the alley cats to come feed off of. But that fish was still fucking alive in that bowl, after it had been filleted. Fuck that, dude. I'm good. I don't want to fish anymore.
0: I don't know if... I know I've told you this, but like growing up, I used to go fishing all the time. Like two to four days a week from early spring to late fall like i fished it was a like for example my xbox live gamer tag in high school was bassmaster 2020 because i planned on winning the bassmaster classic championship by the year 2020 when i was in high school nice uh it didn't work out clearly. but uh to your point of yeah flaying fish i always felt bad about it but, man, I enjoyed that fish after it was cooked. I usually, a lot of times, I would try to, like, you're right, like cut its head off or hit it in the head or something. Like, And, again, this is all, I feel fucked up about it a little bit, uh-huh. but it's also at the same time, like, I eat meat and, you know, I eat mm-hmm. fish still. So it's not, it's not like they're humanely probably killed yeah. by anyone else either. It's the fact of you watching your uncle do it or me doing it. Yeah, it, it kind of, I get what you mean, but I used to do it a lot.
1: But couldn't you know? But couldn't he have hit him in the head? You know that is a more knocked him
0: out. A more humane way to do it, sure, or something fast. But I can't sit here and be a hypocrite because I've absolutely flayed them the same way. Also,
1: you think they feel them?
0: Yes, you do. It's fucked up. You think they feel it bad? I would think so. I don't know for sure. I would imagine that they do. I think I looked it up after the fact. (laughs) I bet you did. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and there's yeah. And back then, I never thought of it this way. And I guess as I've gotten older, I just—I don't know—think about those things more. But yeah, there would be times, especially with like bass, you like one way to flay them is to scale them first. So you go mm-hmm. against Oof. the grain of the scale, so it, they come off. Yeah, I'm sure that fucking hurts. It can't feel good. Yeah, you know, so, you're li-
1: you're a living creature. Hey, um, just FYI though. So I'm not incredibly soft so i i don't (laughs) yeah don't get me wrong i I, listen (laughs) i'm still hard i've no i it's not even that like i feel bad to an extent right so the, the point i'm trying to make is i feel bad because i can go to the grocery store and just buy food yeah like i have food available to me i really don't need to do this yeah and so i feel bad don't get me fucked up bro If for a second I need to feed myself or feed my family, I will kill and fillet a fish. Right. And I will not feel bad about it. Yeah, I get what you I mean, I don't feel like great about it. You know, I'm not going to celebrate it, but I won't hesitate to fillet a fish to feed me or my family if it ever came down to the fact that I need to hunt for my own food. Right. I think it's very, very reasonable.
0: I don't know why I got out of fishing. I used to love going all the time. I mean, we we, we live by two lakes on each, each side of our street. I don't know why we don't go more often
1: but. it's cool it's cool i mean but our our lakes they're not the catching and,
0: catch and release
1: i don't really like that either i don't want to catch a fish put a fucking hook in his mouth just to yank it out the opposite way and throw him back in the water yeah. i think that's kind of that's too. what i
0: used to do more than anything was catch and release yeah I if i'm gonna really catch him i'm gonna them. eat him i didn't keep him often but uh it's just something about it man like you said one part you know like drinking with friends or whatever while you're just catching release but there's something so zen about being out on a boat, just two or three guys, catch and release, catch fish, get that rush, release it, release it, put it back, do it again. Yeah, dude. And just having- A couple of sweaty dudes. Conversations, yeah. A couple of sweaty dudes just, you know- Just doing it. Just- Just not doing it. But like just Yeah, <laughs> just doing it, <laughs> as in fishing. Uh, where, where were you going with the Alaska thing? Oh, yeah. I wanted to thank
1: you. So- My point is, is that in Alaska, whenever you see a, like, whenever you see a cabin or somewhere that you can stay, I think there's, like, structures out there, like, temporarily built structures for people that, like, I don't know, maybe get lost out in the wilderness or go hiking or exploring, and I think there's this culture that you leave the cabin nicer than what you found it, right? So that people don't trash it. You that know, makes, and it's like the kind yeah. of like the, the common decency. Makes sense. Uh, but going one step further, just not only do you not trash it, but you leave it in a better condition than what you found it. And I think that's great. All of that to say that I think the same concept should apply to fucking public restrooms. <laughs> and if you go in a public restroom and you take a shit, fucking look at the toilet seat before you get up and you leave the restroom. Wipe the toilet seat. I just wanted to make a public service announcement. <laughs> it's a PSA, bro, because I'm so tired of going into Costco and like having to open up. Don't tell me you don't play musical chairs with these with these restrooms. You open up one door and you're like, that one's completely destroyed. Yeah. So you open the next one and you're like, oh, that's got a skin mark down the seat. Yeah. And so you open that, dude, and I'm so sick of it, bro. Where is the decency? Where's the humanity when you guys use the restroom? When I get up off of a toilet seat. When I'm using a public restroom, I look at it, I'm like, did I scuff it? Mm. Did I do I have <laughs> is there any urine on it? Did I leave like some toilet paper stuck to it? Like Well what can <laughs> what can you do to improve? Leave it better than the way that you found it. My question is <laughs> we need a how su- How the fuck tip. does that happen? How do you
0: <laughs> scuff a toilet seat, dude? People get backed up on it. Listen, that, I mean, if you, you someone needs to teach you how to sit on a fucking toilet, then, dude, like, I've never got up and looked at the toilet seat and said, oops, left a skid mark. <laughs> <laughs> like, <Down> the back. <laughs> listen,
1: it's, people need a master class of this shit. <laughs> Don't sit too far back on the toilet seat.
0: What the fuck, man? Don't sit
1: too far back because if you sit too far back, you're going to graze it. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, listen, I, I actually worked with a guy years ago, and he was like the police of the restroom you know (laughs) this guy was and i'm not saying go overboard i'm not unreasonable there's an extent there's a certain condition that you could leave the bathroom in that i would say okay that's reasonable you left it like and all i ask is that the toilet seat's clean right because i'm gonna have to sit on that or at least i'm gonna have to put toilet paper down and sit yeah which
0: i have openly said that i do at any public restroom yeah oh yeah yeah. I've
1: never sat on a bare public restroom toilet. Yeah. Okay, that's not entirely true. There's been an instance where I had to go so bad that it was like, <laughs> you know, all all of, my, all of my customs went out the window, yeah, you yeah. know. My ritual went out the window. I was like, you know, a one-off. You got to go, you got to go. I took my chances, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, but this guy used to parade around the office, and I kid you not, like if you scuffed the bowl on the inside of the bowl, right, not where you're sitting but on the inside, like let's say you pooped, and you and you left a, a mark on the inside of the bowl and didn't use the toilet scrubber to scrub it out. He like paraded around the office and he was like, "All right, who did it? Who who scuffed the bowl?" Mm, and that's uh, where that that's guy. where I got the term "scuffed the bowl" from. But yeah, he was a dickhead. <laughs> that's pretty
0: ridiculous. Yeah, fuck
1: him. But listen, it's gross. I yeah. agree with that. It's no, gross. yeah, I
0: mean, it's gross, but it's, like, it's inside the toilet. Come on. It's inside where, the that's toilet. That's where shit goes. You know? Yeah, that's where it's supposed to go. Like. on the seat. Yeah. Okay, but you're, that's a good point, man. Let's get back to some good bathroom etiquette, because there's, in particular, there's this guy at my gym who regularly- Call him
1: out. What's his name? I no, don't know. I don't know his
0: name. But I'll, What's he look like? I always go in there and change and piss before I go what out. What kind of car does he drive? I don't know the answer to that either, but- we usually i feel like for whatever reason get there around the same time and regularly i'll pee and wash my hands and then he'll pee while i'm washing my hands and then he never comes to the sink he just goes out and i'm like dude i don't want your fucking dick weights after you fucking (laughs) after you touch the dumbbells i'm not touching them you fucking bitch wash your hands